Hey guys, um, hey everyone, how's it going? Um, welcome to the rest session of the podcast. At least I didn't get it wrong this time. <laughs> uh, um, we're back with your regular people. We're sorry, guys, we don't have. I know that everyone really enjoyed Tolu's episode, and um, <laughs> just make do with Kenny and I. Um, managers, managers for this um, episode, and um, but we are glad to be able to come back to do this, and we think it's such a huge opportunity um, to produce this content um, for everyone. But how's the year been for everyone? Um, I'm I'm worried to say send me an email because you guys don't listen. Like I feel like I'm, you guys don't listen to me and like obey my instructions, but. <laughs> I hope you had a good year so far. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about something that we started talking about a few moments ago before the podcast started. And um, it, it's the concept of faith and boundaries. And um, we started thinking about it um, from... I think we started from a political conversation to say that, okay, cool. Um, as believers, um, not even as believers, as older of like strategic positions. So if I'm a pastor of the church, for example... Um, should I hold a political party or should I support a particular person and um, should I influence my church to go towards a direction and and all of that and then that's not the crux of our conversation um, but we, we went into life talking about how much um, we need to get ourselves and realize that our faith doesn't necessarily only just allows us to do everything we want but it always allows us to say no um, to things that we don't um, think is right in alignment with God um, with God's will for us and with God's instruction for our lives. And so that's going to be like the base of this conversation today where we're just going to talk around how much, uh, how important it is um, as believers um, for us to be able to create those boundaries. Like how can you, how can people know where you stand if you stand everywhere? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Like the only reason why people would know is that we are different from them. Like we know mm-hmm. when to align and when to say no, when to say yes and when to say no. But we're beginning to see um, a crux of people that we have not set those boundaries. I see that we are, we, it's not like we're not even aware of those boundaries. It's, it's sometimes like we are, maybe we are worried that what will people think if we say that we can't do this. And um, yeah, so basically, that's what we're going to be speaking about today. I'm just going to shut up now and let Kenny pick it up Why from me. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not picking up anything. We're having a conversation about it. Not like pick up, like, not like pick up, like pick up, and like I will keep quiet, but like I've been yanning since <laughs> I have been pressing your phone. <laughs> Cast. Cast. I have been pressing your phone, so I'm as well. Let's just not stop pressing your phone. So that I can but yeah, talk. I mean, like it's it's an important conversation to have because yeah. um, I I think that I I was listening to someone say something yesterday. Freedom isn't your ability to do anything you want. Freedom is the ability to use your is the choice to do what's yeah. beneficial for yourself. Like it's uh, many of us. Many of us are called. One of my favorite scriptures is it's in uh, um, Galatians chapter five. Mm. So Paul ta- starts that passage by saying that do, don't be yoked again with the bondage that you were. Yeah, you I think I read it this morning, which is very interesting. Yeah, and then he said, only use this freedom. Mm. So there's a purpose to freedom. Only use this freedom for love, mm. for you know, community, for build yourself or don't use your freedom to destroy yourself mm. and i think that many at times we we haven't created the boundary or mm. I, I don't want to say it. I, I was about to say the boundary of freedom or the freedom of boundary um where we you know god there's a reason why god put boundaries on the on the seas 
you know, it was like, okay, so don't overstep this yeah. boundary line. Because the moment you do, we all know what happens when, yeah, when the water there's flooding. So, so I, I, I think that it's very important for us as believers to know the boundaries that have been set for us and that are just generally healthy. Like, many, many of us don't think about boundaries being healthy but they are very healthy. In the conversation we're having earlier, we're talking about politics, right? And yeah. I, I sorry, we can't Nifemi, we can't hear Nifemi. I can't hear Nifemi. Okay. Sorry, Nifemi's mic got cut off. But yeah, we're having a conversation about um we're having a conversation about politics. And of course we believe that Christians should get involved in politics. I mean I believe that we should have, you know, um, believers that are that are serving God's purpose for the political climate of mm-hmm. this nation. Yeah. But then there are certain things that, because the world is doing, you are not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, how, what's your what's your yeah? Well, well, I don't want to even give that conversation any thought. But I was listening to some politicians talk, and they're talking about how. You have to f- fight for political power. You have to yeah. do everything that is not going to come to you in a restaurant. It's not served in a restaurant. But that's not the kingdom way. If as a believer that is in politics and you know, you know God is calling into politics, you're not going to go the way the world, you're not going to do, do things the way the world does things. You are going to create yeah. that healthy structure and boundary for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, like I don't Serving is not my right. I yeah. get to serve. So boundaries come, they start from mindset. They start from having, you know, the right mindset about certain things and just you working actively towards the the goal that Christ has set for you, right? Not for Nifemi, for, but like for you, your own personal goal, not for Ken, the personal goal that the Lord has set for yourself. And because our work with Jesus is so individual, it's so personal. Yeah, I mean, it's communion at the same time, but it's also very personal. Boundaries may not be the same thing for everyone. We might not ha- have the same boundaries. So you need to discover what it is that the Lord has set, you know, the Lord has set ahead for you and walk towards it in that manner. I got back home. I was throwing up. and I mean, I, I, my friend even thought I passed out. Entirely because, like, but you and um, it's very interesting because, um, at the time that I, I finally like got up, um, my friend had left my house, I felt very ashamed. I, I was like, I, you know, like, I, I, I felt like I couldn't pray because I'm like, why, what, what are you praying for? I was like, truthfully, what are you praying for? What am I? I would like come and sit down and say, when I know that like two weeks, two, two hours ago, I was like, go, go, go. Like, what am I praying for? What am I worshiping for? Like, it just becomes an activity. And then the devil begins to put thoughts into your mind that you are not worthy. And, and it just, it takes a lot of time of God reminding you of that consciousness of your identity again. And mm-hmm. honestly, it took me so long, like maybe three weeks of the new year of getting back to that place whereby but imagine I had set a healthy boundary to say, oh, it's not because you are going there are condemned by God, but based on the relationship I have with God now, I can no longer do this. Mm. I wouldn't have spent, excuse me, I need to cough. 
Really, bless you. Yeah, I wouldn't have spent that time having to go through this process of of, of quote unquote reincarnating myself because, mm. and that's what it felt, and that's what boundary does for you. It, I mean, it's simply asking this question: Can I do these things in front of Jesus, and would He be happy? I know that there are a few things that we have just used as nice words in Christian, but they are, they are very strong things. Like, what would Jesus do? Mm. I mean, my mother, like, always this in our room, she has this on the wall of our room, um, WWJD, and I always just thought like it was extra. But in thinking about it, it's, it's, the, it's the truth. Every time, boundaries is asking yourself, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus do this in these circumstances? And it's not that we, we think boundaries are like the craziest thing. Like, for example, and nobody ever abuses you. You have the right to be angry. But if you stop for a split second to say, what would Jesus do? And you get an answer to that question. Your response might be, ignore and move on. That's the boundary. It's a boundary that because I am no longer, I am defined by a certain identity now. So I respond to the situation based on that definition. And it's hard sometimes because truly people deserve to get what they give. But because we don't work in a in a in a in a in a model that gives what people I mean that gives what people give back. We don't do give do me, I do you. We do do me as Jesus does you, as Jesus does you, forgive my tabon. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we work based on that definition. So that's how boundaries should be for us. That's how we should relate with boundaries. That's how we should relate because boundary keeps us secure. I mean, I, I, one of my favorite examples of boundaries is, imagine you have a child, and I know that this might be a very you know, familiar experience even to me because there's no snow in Nigeria. <laughs> but, and there are two different examples. I can use the Nigerian one. Okay, let me use the Nigerian one. I'd imagine like you have a child that wants to drive a car, and this child hasn't gone to a driving school, and you say, oh, I'm sorry, you cannot drive this car mm-hmm. at this stage. The reason why you set that boundary is not because you don't want the child to experience the freedom of driving mm-hmm. a car. It's because you know that if they go... There's a possibility that they will that die. Yeah. There's a possibility that they will damage other people. Yeah. There's a possibility that they will wound themselves and mm. probably be incapacitated for life. Yeah. And what you are doing is you are keeping them, you are securing yeah. their lives. So because we see, if, if we see God as a loving father, mm. then you should be able to see his boundary as something that he's doing based off of that love. Yeah. So if God is saying, oh, you can't do this anymore. It's not an autocratic relationship that he's saying that, oh, based on my kingdom, is that I am trying to secure you. Yeah. I am trying to protect you. I am trying Because if you do this, you fall into a circle of this and this and yeah. that. And then you begin to wonder, where is God? I mean, <laughs> this is an example. It took me almost three weeks to be able to really feel that I have a calling of God on my life. Mm. But God is like, we don't have to go through this circle. Yeah. If you have set boundaries for yourself that you can't do this, yeah. then we don't have to go through this circle. So yeah. boundaries are really good. I think that one thing that boundaries do is they help us, they create a safe so zone for us. Like, you, uh, okay, so if you, like, if I'm not having, you know, premarital sex, I don't have to worry about STDs. Do you understand? Like, you just, no, there are some I, things I, I you saw this tweet. I saw this tweet and I like the response. Someone said, the person tweeted, well, I didn't see the tweet, I think one of someone's WhatsApp status. And oh, okay. the person tweeted and the person said, um, I think the hardest thing about being in a relationship is being in going into different new relationships is because you have to now be showing your body yeah, to the new person. And someone says, they don't do primarital yeah, sex. That's why it waits too much. That's why it's where you wait. And, and it's the truth. Yeah. Like if your main worry about going into a new relationship is because you're like, oh, I have to show my body to this person, then it's a problem. 
it's like, just not what it was made for. It's not what it was made for. It's not the entire thing. That means you haven't, you, like, you. Go, it's not the standard. You haven't defined yourself to say, oh, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to go into this light whereby, because to be fair, like, I see, I see why you can worry about them, but if you instantly say, I'm not doing it again, it's no longer a worry. It's not. And that's the security that, because now what happened is that there are several levels of things you need to worry about in a relationship. There is trust. There is communication. There is compatibility. There is health. There is family alignment. There is... Primarity access should be what is too much to add. It shouldn't yeah. be like, if you easily set boundaries on a few things before you even enter, like you know that you have little or no much things to worry about. Like if you say, oh, as a believer, I need to date a believer. Mm. It, it's a simple thing because what that does for you is that you need to date someone that loves God and has a relationship with God, which means that they are accountable to God. Yeah. And the thing yes. that you are trying to convince them that this is the way to go, God can convince them on your behalf. Yeah. It saves you so much so stress. So much stress. Like It's just the best way to go. You can't afford to put your heart in the hands of someone that may destroy it. It's just, and I, that's why some, we shouldn't be ha having some argument. I mean, I understand people's uh, struggles with certain things, but I think that as believers, like, just do things God's way. Like, yeah. when you, I heard Jackie Hill Perry say this thing, and I think it was just brilliant. She said, if God is the wisest, if God is the safest, if God is the kindest, mm. If he's the most loving yeah. being in the universe, then it just makes sense to follow him. Yeah. Like, it's logical. If he says, oh, you know what, I, I think you should do things this way and not that way. It, it makes total sense. Like, if he was just the most powerful, yeah. you know, maybe we can worry a little bit about, okay, mm -hmm. he can use his power to, you know, yeah, yeah. destroy us or he might mm -hmm. not really have our best interest in heart. But God is love. And that just dispels every anxiety that we get when it comes to God leading us somewhere uh -huh. or God telling us, you know what, I think you should relax. And, you know, I, I just want us to, I'm, uh, this is also for me, because creating boundaries has always been a struggle. But I'm learning that, you know what, it's healthy, it's safe, it's okay to say no to certain things mm. because you know that God is going to take care of you. Mm. It's okay to say, you know, uh, it's cool that you guys are, I mean, you guys, if you feel okay about doing it, then I'm not going to stop you. I can't, mm. I don't have the power to stop you. But one thing you will not do is have that power to influence me. Yeah. Because I know what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. I know what, who God says I am. And I'm just not going to participate. And, and that's the very beautiful thing to say because, and, and I, I feel like every, which is why like I love this podcast because I've, in the process of recording it and always listening to it. No, that's a lie. I don't always listen to it. <laughs> in the process of recording and listening to it once um, mm. after it's been produced and um, all of the episodes, we always boil down to this point of understanding God's nature. And, and I think that it, it's very important to, to, to get and to understand because when you, when you... It's like, can you say something that if you know God is taking care of you, you're not going to be worried? And it's... And I know it sounds like, yeah, you guys, but you guys worry. Of course. Well, it's not of course. Well, I don't know the answer to that <laughs> question. But, but I think like this is also to myself to say that in the situation, like it's, it's, if you always think that, like, and let's use a practical example so I make sense of what I've been saying. So 
if someone comes to me now and says, Nifemi, um, I see that you are good at this, this, this. You've been creating content, and I see that you have a knack for it. I want you to create content that promotes um, premarital sex. I want you to create content that promotes um, um, parental abuse. And, um, and I would pay you so much money. And for, for context, you, I have been praying to God to say, unless I have been yeah. praying to God to say, God, bless me with this kind of opportunity to create content that blesses mm. me. And the opportunity comes. See, knowing your boundaries in Christ is to say that this is not from God. Absolutely. And saying no instantly because I believe that God is taking care of me. Mm. And so I'm not going to take this and say this is from God. Yeah, God will me and God. No, I would know I would know instantly that this is not from God. That actually happened to me last year. Um I was working at this place. It was a, a business startup. It mm. was a yeah, it was it was a startup and one of the things that so basically, I just joined. I had a different job description. I wanted to work in a department. They said, no, I should work in this department. I'm like, okay, bring it on. Let me just do what I can. And, you know, it was one of those jobs that they assigned rules to you that you did not apply for. So one of the things that happened was he wanted me to, like, uh, the, the person I was working for then, he wanted me to research... Um, fashionable clothing that we can make for girls and i mean i was i was i had first of all i'm not into fashion you already you have my that's one of my biggest goals <laughs> thank you thank you but aside from the fact that I, I was i'm just a complete novice when it comes to fashion it was the the places that he sent me to go and look you know, for these inspirations, and th th it was just too much. Like, these are half-naked girls, man, like, you know, nipples, mm. like, you know, those kind of clothes, and I was like, oh, bro, like, I already know my struggles. I know yeah. I'm a man, and I'm a, <laughs> I'm not, it's not like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I, know, I didn't like, have a past. I, I don't even, I don't, it's not even about having a past. Like, I don't, I, I think that one aspect of boundaries I was even going to mention was boundaries for your soul. Yeah, it's, absolutely. All these other boundaries are like physical. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but don't don't do it this time. But boundaries for your soul. So yeah, it's like enter my barber's shop, for example, and they are playing all these videos. I'm like, I need to get out of here quickly. Yeah, not because yeah, I yeah, judge like, them. It's my, just not good. It's for not you. just good for my soul. Yeah, my soul just not like my soul. My soul goes far and wide. Yeah, anytime absolutely. I spend so much on Instagram, like it's not just good for my soul again. Yeah. Like it's setting boundaries for your soul. It's, it's taking care. It's it's so care. It's so care. So it's not even a thing about. It's not a thing about. Um, it's not a thing about uh, whether you have a past. Yeah. Or, it's just like, okay, it's unhealthy. You spend so much time looking at those pictures. You spend so much time, fantas not fantasizing, like looking at those pictures and create pictures in your head. Yeah. It's like the moment you see a woman, that's almost like the first thing yeah. you want to notice. Yeah. I I eventually I I. I told them shut up I can't do this it was it was I had to take a stand like no I'm good like this is not this is not for me this it's is not, not working for me. for me I eventually left I I think less than a month later mm. after that event which was just so good for my soul yeah. but like even though that was like a job that was paying me and I was worried like oh where am I going to get money from but like I, I knew that God was calling me to leave at that point, and I just trusted God, and, and 
I'm so grateful that I did because yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a much better place. Like I'm not even talking about when it comes to like my career or work wise. I'm talking about like my soul, my mind, and there's. <laughs> I'm just glad that I made the decision to say, you know what, I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to do this. This cannot be my job. I'm sure mm. God has something better for me. Yeah, and and I don't want us to even like because when we talk about boundaries, it looks it looks like stuff like oh, premarital sex, lying, mm, money, but yeah. there's also boundaries of work. Yes, in terms of rest. Yeah, and and as people that are on fire for God, everybody that's listening to this podcast, as people that are saying that I want, I really want to work for God. I mean, there's a boundary of rest. Like, you need to take care of your soul. Mm-hmm. You, like, it's the boundary of saying, oh, Absolutely. I am currently overswamped with work. I can't take this now. No matter how great it is, no matter how on fire for you would burn out. Yeah. You would get tired. You'll be weak. Your entire body will not be able to do the things yeah. you want to do. And it's certain boundaries. It's not, you're not being wicked. And it's not everywhere God is calling you to. Exactly. You're not omnipotent. You can't you're be not everywhere. Science. You're not omnipresent. Like, you cannot stay everywhere at every time. Like, now I am here recording a podcast. Whatever is happening in my house at this point, mm. I can do absolutely nothing about it until I get back there. Yeah. I mean, I can call, but I would not be here presently. I can only be present yeah. in one place part-time. And there's the boundary of telling myself that if I go somewhere, I want to be really present there. Yeah. There is no point thinking about what is happening in Shaliwa's house. <laughs> what is happening in Lopatio? Ah, I followed him. You did not follow him. You've made the choice. Yeah. It's setting those boundaries. Say, if I choose to be somewhere, I choose to be there. And creating boundaries for the work as well. Because I, I think I've been thinking about this recently. This work is really long, but it's still Jesus calls us home. Mm-hmm. We can't get out of that after three years. <laughs> yeah. We Come have so us. much in front of us until Christ calls us home. Yeah. So sometimes when you say no, you tell yourself, I, st- I will still do it in front. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much. It's plenty of work. And I, I do this, and I, 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 I do this like, oh, I don't join meetings after this time. Or I need, yeah. because, and I said this to the guys at my team in church, I said, you people want us to go and marry you and build a relationship, but we have meetings almost every night. How do you want me to talk to the person that you want me to go and find as a girlfriend? How? In what way? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I say it jokingly, but I'm like, God cares about the family. Yeah. Absolutely. In case I'm not saying the work we're doing is not important, but it's boundaries to say, oh, I need to be with my significant other, all my friends, all my family at this time. I'm sorry I won't be able to join. Yeah. Because you spend a ridiculous amount of time with that, and you're asking God, why is my family not growing? And it's like, you don't, you don't dedicate time for them. You don't consciously. And I know that the work, I'm not, I'm not reducing the work, but I'm saying set boundaries for them. No, when you like, I, like I told them, hey, from December 11, you guys, I'm, I'm off. <laughs> I'm off, and like they know that I'm off, fully gone. Yeah. So the Lord just said something to me in my heart, and I, I think it's for someone listening. You are more important to me than your ministry, and than the works of your hand. Like you are more important. You are, yeah. like. If you if your purpose in life is to serve God to to a point where it's costing you yourself, yeah, you are not serving God. Yeah, it's costing your family, your it's friendships. Costing your, exactly, you are, it's not God that you're saying. That's not how God. That's not God's calling for your life. God's calling for your life is that you would live in His love mm. and then share that love. Yeah. 
when you begin to slave like the elder brother in the story of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. you lose sense of your identity. Yeah, and you start questioning that. But I've yeah. been worshipping you, but I've been serving you. And you, you. get bitter. Yeah. You get bitter. So, like, en- enjoy being a son and then work on that. And, and that's yeah. the, we've heard it several times on the podcast and on the newsletters. The most important name God has called you is the son and daughter of mm-hmm. God. Yeah. He would never refer to you as my prophet. Yeah. I mean, he might, but that would not be the identity that he knows yours. And so, like, enjoy being his son and his daughter. Yeah. Don't, like, like, your identity draws from him. Not what you have done. Like, let me explain something to you. I was studying the book of Judges um, this week, and, 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 I was, and I was reading. Oh, this really stopped me. He said, you're not studying. You were reading, so let me correct <laughs> it. I was reading, so that doesn't, like, thank you. I was reading the book of Judges this week because I was writing something. I was trying to read the book of Story mm. of Gideon. And then... Um, I, I saw that in Gideon 6, in <laughs> Gideon 6, in Judges 6, Judges 6, <laughs> when the angel appeared to Gideon, Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press. And if you read like Judges 6, verse 3, thereabout, you see that the scripture said that any time that the Israelites planted or did something in their vineyards, the Amalekites and the Midianites would come and attack them and take it. So the only reason why Gideon was threshing wheat was because maybe he was afraid that if he had done this in public, they would take it from yeah. him. But the angel appeared and said, hello, mighty warrior. Mm. See, let me explain what that statement means to you. Is that in whatever circumstances that you have, God would only call forth what he has yeah. called you. Yeah. So Gideon was not with a weapon at the time. Gideon was not carrying, was not leading people into the war. But because God has destined him to be a mighty warrior, whether I was shitting at the time, God would always call him a mighty warrior. And so he did not, Gideon did not need to actually fight before God called him a mighty warrior. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you don't need to like really go into war first before God called him a mighty warrior. And so, you not what God has called you, he has called you. Whatever you do would not change his mind about it. So, if you are if you are if you are sacrificing your relationship with him and with yourself and with your family because of you want him to call you a good servant of God, mm. you are wrong. So, set boundaries for the work. Mm. Set boundaries for the work. Our faith has boundaries. It's very important to notice. Like I said at the beginning, the boundaries define who we are. It helps people to instantly know. It's like in an office that they steal money regularly. They will say, oh, you can't meet me, family. We will not agree. Mm. They instantly know who you are and whose you are. And like this example, thank you, Holy Spirit. When I play tennis, and it's not a thing of like religiosity, when people play tennis, there's a speaker that they play for music. So one time I go to learn, play tennis, they always, when someone is there, they play regular songs. But the moment I come in to play and it's just me, just me, that's why it's just me, they switch to a complete playlist of gospel or speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And in their mind, they know that, though, this is Nifemi. They, they, my boundaries have defined my identity for them. Mm-hmm. And one of the most interesting things happened. There was a day that we were playing um, Break Every Chain, and there's a part of the song that they were, um, Tasha Kupo was speaking in tongues. My coach was speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's wow. the interesting thing that your boundaries help people yeah. to see. I did not come and shout, oh, you must play. I, didn't have, I never said, oh, anytime I'm here, you must play. I never said it. God is my witness. Mm-hmm. I would just say, can I switch the song, please? Yeah. That's all I did every time. Until the point that, okay, when is here, let's, let's play. They know. 
like I never, I never emphasized. I never forced it. Like there are days that other people will be there. I can't change this because I'm not the only one. Yeah. They'll be playing this and I'll play my tennis and I'll go home. I can't change the songs. I can't. I can't be angry and say no, no, no. This is the devil. No, I play my tennis and I move on. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that when I'm the only one present, and I come first. Instantly, it's my song that is playing. Mm-hmm. But I've never shouted every time play gospel. No, never in my life. Yeah. But they just know. And they're able to find themselves. So your boundaries are also for other people. Yeah. So they know that even if I can't do this, I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. It helps out people. Yeah. This was this was a really nice conversation. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think that the encouragement would be like for everyone that is struggling with boundaries, first of all, like go back to who God is mm. and begin to stop seeing boundaries as limitations. See it mm. as a sign of mercy for God to keep you secure. Mm. I think that we, we need to maybe have a podcast whereby a full one-year podcast talking on the nature of God, the whole entire of the year. Mm. Because I think that if we dwell so much on that, everything that God does, you would see that it comes from his nature. Yeah. So if you know that you have a good, good father, mm-hmm. he's, he's who he is, mm. then when he it, when, when it, when it prods your heart to say, you can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. it's not a thing of, I don't want you to enjoy life. I want to keep you secure. Mm. Think mm. about the things that you don't have to think about when you, if, you, if you're not having premarital sex. <laughs> you don't have to think about STDs. You don't have to pray, God, am I pregnant tomorrow? Mm. No. You don't have to do that. Think about the things you don't have to do about if you don't steal. Yeah. If you don't lie. It's security that he's fighting for. And I know that we all grow in these things. No one becomes perfect yeah. in one day, but we are all perfected in Christ. So instantly, you're already perfected in Christ the moment you accept Him. Yeah. But grow into that perfection. Yeah. Choose what you want to do with that perfection. And be, be courageous. Be a, be a bold lion. Even when your voice is shaking. Like, courage is not the absence of fear. Yeah. So even when you're afraid, that would they say in the office? Say, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. My faith does not allow this. Mm. See, God will, God will back you up. I can bet my life on it. God will back you up. If there's one that I know, that the moment anyone that takes persecution from God, God will never. So if you say, my faith does not allow this, God will back you up. Because you know you have stood for him. Not for what is right. It's the different thing. Like People always assume that. Though it's not for, you have stood for God. Mm-hmm. God will stand for you. Mm-hmm. Then the last one is the boundaries in the work of God. Take care of your soul, people. It's the end of the year. As you go into the next year, take care of your soul. What is my soul telling me today? What is my soul asking me to do? Am I, am I doing too much? Am I burnt out? You know, you can be burnt out that prayer seems like a chore. That worship seems like another example, another woke, another Christian thing to do. That means you've done too much. Take care of your soul, man. Create boundaries. Leave them. Be confident to say it. I am who I am. I am a child of God. And as a child of God, we don't do this in our family. Thank you, everyone. God bless you.